0: Welcome to Sixers and Six, America's favorite six-minute Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Miggy DeLeon, and joining me, as always, is one Chris Hippel. Say hi.
1: Miggy! Sixers win! Sixers
0: dub, capping off a six-game uh, road trip with a win against the Cavaliers, 114-94. to And, you know, by the way, for all intents and purposes, this is the only game that we played against the Cavs. Any other games we played against them this season do not count. But, Chris, we looked... Pretty decent, right? I mean, we played against a shitty Cavs team, a team we've never lost to in the past. And like, sure, they're the Cavs. But we forced 18 turnovers on this team. We only had nine turnovers, so a pretty tight game from our side. And we were pretty unconscious from three at one point, you know, between Seth Curry, Danny Green, and I mm-hmm. really want to mm-hmm. shout out to one Mr. Shake Milton. He really bounced back this game. He's been struggling a lot these past few games. Getting good numbers, kind of, but, you know, this game, unstoppable. Every time he touched the ball was basically the Toyota... Tingly nips? The, the Toyota tingling nipples play of the game was basically every time Shake Milton shot the ball. 10-14, 5-7 from deep, 27 points, plus 23. But... Oh. I know
1: hundred percent love when shake manages to be talked about before the shake Milton minute. And can I just say, (laughs) yeah, with shake, definitely a little bit of a case of feeling the, um, here in the footsteps, feeling the breath down the back of his neck of one George Hill, who is coming into town to take his minutes. I didn't even think of that. Shake said, Nope,
0: Nope. I'm here. Uh, I actually love that. Maybe it's going to like kind of boost him, you know, give him the extra juice to get his game going. But, you know, with all good things, sometimes there's bad things. And I'd like to introduce a new segment called the Vincent Poirier Memorial Bad Player of the Game. And unfortunately, the inaugural player is one Benji Simmons. Really did not look good today. 2 for 11 missing everything, a little sloppy, and just, I'm not sure if he's tired. Does he just not have his legs underneath him? What would you see, Chris?
1: Uh, first of all, when you ask me what I think about Ben Simmons, I'm going to answer you by doing this. (laughs) Oh no.
0: Did you hear that? I could definitely hear that. That's some, uh, a plus production value.
1: Yeah. Yes, I am. I am podcasting from a bathroom right now, but, (laughs) uh, yeah, Ben averaging 14.7 assists and six turnovers per game since the all-star break. That's really bad. He said himself after the last game, I got to get my shit together. Mm. I feel like he's really dug himself into a corner by, you know, he always, when he ta- is asked to describe his own play, he's he always ends up saying, like, I just have to play harder. So, like, that's problematic because then when he sucks, all we're all sitting around thinking, like, now well, play, hard. <laughs> play harder, Ben. You said it yourself.
0: Uh, you know, I really don't feel – he just seems to be, like, in a little bit of a funk. He doesn't seem – you know, as aggressive maybe, or maybe the shots aren't falling because he's never been a very strong like finisher and the ball comes out so hot when he uh, releases the ball, even with like those little like righty hook things. And I don't know. I have, a,
1: sh- I have a take and I also have a follow up question. So okay. remind me to ask that. All right. What's the so- take? First of all, you know, in years past in the Brett Brown coached Sixers, there were two very distinct versions of the Sixers. One was when Joel Embiid was on the floor and one was when he wasn't. And when he wasn't, Ben Simmons's job was to get the ball and run and find shooters mm. and run and run and run in open spaces and green green grass. And we stopped doing that with Doc Rivers, and I think that he is a smart coach who has his reasons for doing so, but I just kind of miss it. Like, Ben is playing, Ben is posting dudes up. We're still playing this mid-range game. I don't understand why we can't just roll out with, like, Ben, Seth, Cork, right, right, Tease, right. and Toby, and just run and gun. Um, you let Ben cook. I mean,
0: I feel like it might be partly like, you know, there was light at the end of the tunnel and B was going to be coming back. Didn't want to like, you know, shake things up too much. And quite frankly, we've been playing well,
1: you know what I mean? Without Joel and B
0: these past 11 games, what lost four games, something
1: like that. It seems like it might be just as simple. I I think we've talked about this before, but Ben and Dwight together as a two man lineup are a minus 60 on the season. Literally. They literally can't share the floor together. Um, we chose not to get a stretch five. Mm-hmm. I don't think we really can unless there's a buyout guy that I'm not aware of. So, I mean, you know, you said it. Maybe the biggest thing is just that this was this small stint without Embiid and nothing really matters because he's coming back. My follow-up question for you is really simple. Uh-huh. Why and when... Did you start calling Ben Simmons Benji Simmons? And, it, and is that know. a thing that only you do?
0: No, it's it's only me. It's only me. You know, because we have a lot of Game of Thrones kind of
1: references. That's like your trademark. It sounds
0: like I just, I just, I like calling him Benji. It just
1: sounds, it just feels right. I was listening to a pod the other day, <laughs> Benji, what? and I was like. <laughs> Miggy always fucking calls this guy Benji Simmons, and I swear I've never ever heard anyone else say this. Yeah, there there's there are zero people that say
0: that outside of myself. Lean in, Chris. We're at the Shake Milton Minute. <laughs> <laughs> we're at the Shake Milton Minute, and uh, you know, I want to talk about a few things. One, we're no longer the one seed. How does that make you feel?
1: Uh, not great. I mean, we talked about how it was unlikely that they keep the one seed. Mm-hmm. We kept it longer uh, than expected really
0: yeah absolutely and Bede coming back though Are we gonna snatch it back
1: i will say that i think the nets look absolutely unstoppable like they're just plowing <laughs> through teams and kevin durant still has not really featured in a meaningful way not even playing. in a couple months it's definitely a, a completely positive thing that we went on a road trip uh and finished
0: what five and two four and two
1: would have been happy. Four and two with, on a road trip.
0: Honestly would have been happy with five hundred.
1: Without Embiid. I mean, last season Sixers, if you told me we are gonna go on the road and finish four and two on a six game road trip, we would have been doing celebratory pots. <laughs>